Good morning, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of A Vision for You. Today is Sunday, August 7th, 2016. Their share ID for Friday, August 5th, is 8973. That's 8973. This morning, A Vision for You presents an Attitude of Gratitude meeting. You know, happiness and gratitude does not depend on having an easier life. Sometimes the unhappy think the happy have an easier life, that the uh, grateful people, people who uh, have a heart of gratitude, have an easier life. Often if you scratch the surface of another's life, you'll see that they've met adversity. Uh, They have pain. They have challenges but they don't complain. There is uh, a focus, a a concentration on the blessings in their lives that allows them to maintain perspective and speak of gratitude. It's a choice that we make on a daily basis. I know I make that choice. Um, Am I going to be a victim of circumstances or a victim of someone who uh, was in the throes and suffering the madness and mayhem of compulsive overeating? Or am I going to be grateful for a solution uh, that has allowed me to apply these 12 steps in my life and to have a new life, a restored life, a rehabilitated life uh, that I never believed possible that I never believe existed. And so that is always my focus um, in my day, is no matter what challenges, trials, tribulations tribulations that um, we go through, um, that there is a way to focus and have gratitude uh, for that. Um, I I recall page the bottom of page 14 in Bill's story uh where it talks about on that last paragraph my friend my friend had emphasized the absolute necessity of demonstrating these principles in all my affairs particularly was it imperative to work with others that he had worked with he had worked with me faith without works was dead he said and how appallingly true for the alcoholic. For if an alcoholic failed to perfect and enlarge his spiritual life through work and self-sacrifice for others, he could not survive the certain trials and low spots ahead. If he did not work, he would surely drink again, and if he drank, he would surely die. Then faith would be dead indeed. With us, it is just like that. So pressing into these steps and living In steps 10, which is the lifetime occupation of examination and correction of uh, my character and my attitudes, which includes gratitude, by the way. Uh, Step 11, which is the uh, continuation of the building of a relationship and strengthening of that relationship, improving of that relationship uh, with my higher power. And, of course, Step 12 involves the intensive work 
with uh, others who are still suffering uh, from this disease of compulsive overeating and carrying the message of recovery. So, um, again, getting back to the topic of gratitude, I look at it as either on a daily basis I am either growing closer to my higher power, to God, or I'm moving away from God. Um, because there there are going to be those trials and challenges in daily life. Um, if pain were water, the world would drown, um, is something I like to think about. Um, life is not designed to be easy. It's designed to make us better people. And so, thank God, we have uh, this program of recovery that allows us to do so. And I'll just wrap up my comments before opening it up Uh, for the fellowship to share on this topic this morning uh, with something that we've been studying on the daily meeting. We will revisit it again tomorrow morning, actually, which is on the bottom of page 87, which comes in at step 11. Now, of course, step 11 is after we have applied the previous, uh, certainly the previous nine steps, steps one, two, and three, which has been the correction uh, the realignment with a power greater than myself, realizing that uh, there is a God and I'm not it. <laughs> Steps four through seven in particular are the realignment of my mind. Again, the inventory process, uh, which allows for examination of old belief systems, uh, old ideas, emotions, and attitudes which used to govern me And through the process of correction, the process of these 12 steps, we are transformed so that new ideas, emotions, and attitudes can govern us again. So gratitude can become a predominant attitude in our minds. All action is born in thought. So if my mind is filled with thoughts of alienation and strife, and anger, uh, resentment, then, of course, my actions are going to be emanating from that spiritual sludge. But if my mind is elevated through this work of steps four through seven, and then, of course, eight and nine, we actually leave the house, so to speak, to correct and realign those relationships that we had by... Uh, going to our fellows that we have harmed, trying to live in harmony with them, expressing the harm specifically, taking responsibility for our part, and cleaning it up, repairing the damage, allows us in step nine to then experience the promises that we all know so well, and then begin living in steps 10 11 and 12, where I get to look at the world around me through the lens of spirituality, through the lens of, a, of uh, my world, which is governed by principles. And through that prism, I feel unity. I can feel empathy for others. I can certainly love you. Uh, because if God dwells in me, he dwells, dwells in you as well, I can experience harmony and try to bring harmony into the multitude of relationships that I experience, you experience, 
tolerance, cooperation. I have the process of my life through this prism of principles. So the inner change comes about through these defined actions. The act, first action step is step four. The actions of four, step four, step five, six, seven, eight, nine. Those actions, those specific actions affect my heart and my mind more than nebulous thoughts and feelings. This is not a program of feeling. In fact, feelings really are irrelevant irrelevant uh, in the spiritual realm. It's about what am I doing? <laughs> Where are my feet? Um, the secret of happiness and gratitude lies in appreciating all that I receive moment to moment. And of course, again, all action is born in thought. So if my mind, if my thinking is in uh, the gutter, so to speak, then my actions are also going to be quite messy. If my thinking is twisted and distorted and based on self-centeredness, then my actions are going to reflect that. But what if my mind has been elevated by these steps, again, steps four through nine, the inventory process, and then continuing to live in action of step 10, not just reading, actually doing that work on a daily basis, step 10, which corrects my thinking, step 11, which allows for that continuous uh, communication and listening uh, with my higher power, and step 12, continuing to work with those who still suffer so that I re-experience, I'm, I'm experiencing it again, the step process, not only through my own personal spiritual awakening, uh, but through somebody else, seeing somebody else's life light up, seeing the darkness turn to light, seeing uh, gratitude and appreciation and a spiritual realm come into being in their life. So um, I'm going to, again, go back to page 87, and then I'm going to open it up to all of you. Uh, 87, as we're studying, uh, focuses in on the instructions for step 11. There are instructions for prayer meditation upon retiring in the evening. There's instructions upon awakening. There's also instructions for during the day. It's like <laughs> a checkup from the neck up, right? As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. So again, I'm, I'm, I'm tapping into that power greater than myself, and I am asking, I am requesting a correction, a realignment, because I am feeling disturbed. In here, they uh, describe the disturbance as an agitation or doubt, self-doubt. It can come in many different forms, of course. But the art of, of, of remaining undisturbed is how I like to describe the process of the steps, of specifically 10, 11, and 12. As for the right thought or action, we constantly remind ourselves Again, this is not every once in a while or a couple times a week. We are constantly reminding ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. So for those of you who may think that, um, for those of us that are recovered, that it's easy street, I beg to differ with you. This is constant work. 
Um, it's a pleasure. I'm grateful, so grateful there there is a solution for someone like me. But to think that I'm coasting um, is 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 uh, strongly inaccurate. Um, you can only coast downhill. It's constant, constant evaluation. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, "I will be done." We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. And let me just say, what happens through this process if we are no longer living in excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions? Well, the mind can't be dominated by love and hate, for instance, at the same time. (laughs) One is going to be predominant. So if the process of these 12 steps removes fear, anger, worry, self-pity, foolish decisions from my daily walk in life, then I have an opportunity to fill my mind, my heart, and my spirit with love, with harmony, with appreciation, with gratitude for the blessings in my life. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works. It really does. And can I just add, it works when you work it. (laughs) This is not going to work through osmosis or just hearing other people speak about it. Um, this works through actually implementing, applying these, these uh, spiritual action steps daily in one's life. We alcoholics are undisciplined, so we let God discipline us in the simple way we have just en- outlined. And again, through this work uh, of step 10, 11, and of course step 12, we experience this love and harmony, and there is time and a desire to live in gratitude, which brings me to the topic for today, again, of gratitude. Uh, We all have things that we can focus on, that we can be grateful for. Uh, At the very least, those of you that are on the line this morning that are listening, you have a program of recovery. You have a program of recovery that works. Uh, We always read, you know, at at the beginning of, this study of the text, and I hope you take your sponsees to this title page, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, the story of how many thousands of men and women have recovered from alcoholism, or in our case, have recovered from compulsive overeating. Uh, This is not just some theatrical, uh, you know, you know, effect, you know, that we present just to entice everybody. This is real real uh, lives being transformed, being changed. This is not just a temporary respite from the uh, disease of compulsive overeating. This is salvation. This is restoration. So, If anything, having gratitude that there has been a solution. The big book consistently uses the word recovered and not recovering. The word recovering is used only once in the text, and then it's only used to describe someone who's still working through the process of the steps and is not yet free from the bondage of addiction. 
So the big book uses recovered because that word shows a complete change in one's attitudes, one's ideas, one's emotions, an ability to think and to uh, speak and to believe and to act differently than they did prior to the recovery process. Uh, This wording is the advertisement to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. I no longer have the illness I used to have. True, it takes uh, work that I've described to maintain and to continue to grow. True, it is a daily reprieve uh, contingent on my spirituality. But right now, I have recovered from a seemingly hopeless condition of mind and body, and the compulsive overeater who still suffers deserves no less from me, deserves to hear no less from me. So I'm not full of pride. I'm humbled uh, by that clear knowledge that I was unable to accomplish this on my own. I had to surrender completely to this 12-step process, admitting that I was powerless, and only then I could begin to find the power that has, has caused my recovery. But I say all that to offer that to you as even uh, <laughs> that could be your gratitude, that there is a solution. Think of all the illnesses. I'm sure there have been illnesses that have touched your families or your friends uh, where there is no solution. Uh, certainly I am well aware of that in, in my uh, community, uh, family, etc. Um, so I'm grateful on a daily basis that I have this program of recovery uh, that allows me to live happy, joyous, and free. So I want to open up the lines right now. Again, thank you for your patience, the transition of the subject matter at this point. Um, we're going to open it up for an, an attitude of gratitude meeting. This is something everybody can participate no matter where you're at in the recovery process. Uh, Three-minute shares, please. And... Uh, I will go ahead and ask who would like to share this morning on their gratitudes. Star one time to identify yourself, please. Lauren S. Julia. Uh, this is Bob. Hi, this is Harper. I'm so glad everybody's so excited. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone. Okay, I, so far I have Lauren S., I have Harper, Sarah W. I heard a, a gentleman in there. Uh, Brielle Fitt from Alberta. Al- Alberta, I'm not catching your name. Oh, Bria Lafitte. Bria? Simma. Okay, Simma, Bria. Did, I, did I hear a gentleman? Uh, yeah, I think so. And this your is, name? This is Bob. Hi, Bob. Okay, so let's start with that grouping. I've got Lauren S., Harper, Sarah W., I believe I'm hearing Bria, but please correct me, Sima and Bob. So let's get started with Lauren S. Three minutes, please, everybody. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Lauren. Hi, this is Lauren S. Um, as in Sam from Pittsburgh, PA, a recovered compulsive overeater. Oh, I'm grateful that this program of living uh, is about being in the solution every <clears throat> every minute of every day. And I am glad it, it actually has nothing to do with what I thought it did, which was food and weight, that it actually has to do with finding joy and a purpose for life. And 
being helpful, the the kind of helpful person I always wanted to be, but I didn't know how to how to accomplish that on my own. Um, I'm grateful that going through the steps quickly and with with all these guides that we we are able to choose from that are recovered allowed me to be free from the obsession to over compulsively overeat, which dominated every area of my life before and uh, form a relationship with a higher power that is real and living. And it's, it's, it's as real and true to me as the relationship I have with people that I can touch um, and hug. I'm grateful that I'm free today from compulsive eating. I don't think about it. It doesn't dominate me, and it certainly doesn't control my actions. So I'm free to do the things that my higher power wants me to do. I, I don't think about myself when I'm connected, and I can I can um, be a useful servant to the community. I can develop my gifts of creativity and, and humor and silliness and lightheartedness and uh-huh. volunteer work. Yeah. And go to the movies later. What time yeah. are you going? Lauren, I'm sorry. Let me That's- just uh, mute the line here and you'll come back in. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to say is I'm glad that it's shifted my mind to laugh. Um, I think someone was just talking about the movies, and I'm here just laughing of like, dude, me too, sister. Like, I've done that too, where I accidentally don't mute my line. And it's it's okay. Um, this program is the, it's the best thing that's ever happened in my life, and ironically, I never wanted to be a compulsive eater. I never wanted to be an OA or, or devote my time to a fellowship of, of what were, what were strangers initially, but it's absolutely the best thing to, to be a compulsive overeater recovered um, and to be an OA and to have a program that's for, for life, life outside of the food and body weight obsession. Uh, Forever, one day at a time, forever, though, essentially. Oh, with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, Lauren. And Harper, your turn. Hi, this is Harper. Thank you for this Attitude of Gratitude meeting. And I am so grateful today that my recovery has brought me to uh, an Attitude of Gratitude where I am grateful for uh, that I'm ceased, that I'm fighting everything and everyone, and um, I am now grateful for things that I used to not be grateful for. I'm grateful that I didn't sleep last night. I'm grateful that uh, I'm having uh, an elbow problem. I'm really, really grateful that uh, I have that it's you know too hot and. It's incredible to live in an attitude of gratitude for things that I used to grumble and be upset about. And um, I'm just so grateful that I get to live in an awareness that is so much kinder, uh, easier, much more free to be grateful for everything and accept everything rather than to be fighting it. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Harper. Sarah W. Did you call me, Leah? Yes, I did. Okay, I was unmuting. This is Sarah W. Thank you so much, Leah, for your service this morning, as always. Um, Well, I'm very grateful to have heard you this morning, Leah, for one thing. I really am. It was a beautiful way that you... um, and, and I think that's what we get to start to be able to do when when um when life doesn't you know perform the way we thought it was going to you know that intuition that we develop that we're able to kind of um, you know it brings to mind what we can do with it instead of that we can't do it <laughs> um I was diagnosed a few months ago with breast cancer and I finished um, half of my radiation treatment so I'm really grateful for that and I've had the most incredible opportunities to help others through my cancer um, in the program and outside of it and I think that's the way I look at my disease with compulsive overeating that I actually get to help other people through all the afflictions that I've had in my life And instead of looking at it like, why me? It's like, why not me? And now I can do something with it. Um, I was thinking about a lot of my relationships with, um, especially with my family and my children, aren't necessarily where I would hope they would have been. Uh, And I'm able to accept where people are at, you know. Um, I don't have to stomp my feet and... The biggest and most incredible um, thing that I really feel in my heart is that I really have come to a place where I feel God's presence uh, more often than not. And I have a prayer that I say now. Um, It's uh, God is with me, I am safe, and I feel safe. And it's such a wonderful way to look at life and that... um, you know, like was stated, you know, to see other people around us start to, you know, to come to uh, a place where they have that sense of connection with, with God and themselves and other people is such a beautiful experience, too. And, of course, um, all the loving people that I've met, whether it be in the program or outside of the program, that I can bring um uh, some sense of goodness into hopefully into their lives and how much they brought to mine. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah W. And Bria. Perhaps I'm not um, getting. Oh, did uh, I was just unmuting there? Did you say uh, Bria? Exactly. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, my name's Bria, and I'm. Still a suffering compulsive overeater. Um, I'm I'm still fairly new to the program, but um, I uh, I've been trying. To, I've been working the steps uh, recently and just uh, becoming uh, new to this and everything. And um, I'm just I'm just grateful to know that I'm I'm not alone in this. I used to think that um, you know I didn't know. I didn't know that other people revolved their their day around food or you know um was obsessed as I was. I thought that um you know I was different and um I didn't 
you know, I had heard of people being addicted to alcohol and things like that, but, but food and, and it taking over your life. And I, I just thought it was me. I just felt so alone in it. And coming to OA has really, you know, given me, you know, opened up my eyes and said, Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not the only one. This is, this is nice. Um, and especially with the program to help me see my character defects, um, Gosh, I didn't realize how how uh, how many fears I had and how selfish I was. And you know, um, I'm so glad, that, uh, especially of step four. Oh, oh my God, I I love I just love 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 step four because I want to just um, I think as Larry Kay said that archaeological dig. I just want to keep digging and digging and digging and realizing, wow, how negative and how self centered I am and it just keeps getting worse and worse every time I keep digging down and um oh god the relief the relief that you feel when you when you have an epiphany and you find something out about yourself and you realize wow that is that's why I'm thinking that way and that's why I'm so negative and that's why I get to the food and I mean I mean as they say in the big book you can have all the self-knowledge and everything and you know Sometimes that doesn't even do it, but I mean, um, to just be a better person regardless and, um, yeah, do, uh, do God's work. So, um, I thank thank the Lord for step four and with that, I'll pass. <laughs> thank you, Bria. Welcome home to you. And Sima, your turn. Hi. Hi, this is Sima. Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater. I'm grateful on many levels. First of all, I'm grateful that I was born twice. First, when I was born from my mother and father. And second, when I was born on the day I came into the 12-step program 41 years ago. Uh, The miracles in my life have never stopped unfolding, even though I did not stay in OA the entire 41 years. But... um, I came in and I, I heard about the the twelve step program and the big book and um I was already thin when I came in so I knew losing weight was not my problem. I was grateful that I found out that there was a solution and I uh, was able to dig into it and, and experience some recovery right away. But then I lost my way and uh I had great emotional and mental disorders and any and the other things that kept me from experiencing the true uh, recovery from compulsive overeating, but I, uh, the fact that I, I uh, developed a relationship with a higher power, that was something I never had before, and with God and uh, having a close relationship with God, and that's, I believe God is what kept me, uh, kept me alive and protected from so many things, long enough to come back to OA three years ago. And then another miracle that I'm so grateful for is that after I came back four months later, somebody in my meeting told me about a vision for you. And I started listening to the special edition, and then I found out that there were daily meetings. And I felt, again, like I had just come home and found the program that I had originally found 41 years ago. And uh, I've been a devoted listener and participant, and I have... Uh, my recovery has really blossomed and I never heard the word recovered before I came to a vision for you and uh, in terms of of overeating and compulsive overeating and 
I'm just brimming over with gratitude, so I will pass and let other people take a turn. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Sima. Bob, your turn. Hi, this is Bob in Pennsylvania. It's good to be on the call. Um, thanks for everybody that's uh, shared, and thanks, Leah, for your service. Um, many years ago, I came into OA desperate and uh, not knowing what to do about my uh, compulsive overeating. I didn't even know what the words were. And when I came to my first meeting, I remember the hugs that I got at the door. Someone said, would you like a hug? And I said, what? <laughs> and they said, would you like a hug? I said, sure, I'll take a hug. Absolutely. And I heard someone give their story that day and tell what it was like, what happened, and what they were like now. And I identified with what she said. And I went up to her after the meeting, and I said, would you be my sponsor? And she said she sure would. And I started the program of recovery back then. And many years later, there is still a proven workable method by which we can arrest the illness. And um, one of the things that I like most of all in the OA literature is that we can, it's called the invitation to you. Our invitation to you really is a wonderful piece of literature. And I love when it says um, there, uh, we can have a fuller living experience, and that's contingent on working the 12 steps. A fuller living experience is what I want and crave. I want to I be alive. I don't want to be isolated. I don't want to be uh, down in the dumps and cut off from people and cut off from God. I want to have life. And uh, I wanted to say thank you, especially to uh, my new sponsor, who I met a month ago on the men's Sunday night meeting, uh, who told me about the uh, Vision for You phone call. And uh, this is the first time I've actually made the call. I um, had some time this morning, and it was a good opportunity to dial in. Um, another thing that I'm very, very, very grateful for is a uh, story in the big book at the very end of my third edition, which is not probably got the same page as the fourth, uh, on page 552. It's uh, Freedom from Bondage. A uh, person is talking about a resentment they had against their mother and how they found a way out. If you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you'll pray for that person or thing, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health, prosperity, happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it, go ahead and do it anyhow. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and that you want it for them and you will realize that when you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. And I wanted to say that I am beginning to understand that on a practical level with resentments in my family, especially in my closest relationship with my wife and how I've been able to pray for her every day. And... Uh, I'm beginning to have some compassion and understanding. It is not a done deal. I have not arrived. But it's the process of coming to recognize that she's a human being with needs, and I do pray for her every day. I'm grateful for this phone call and for all of you. Thanks. I'm done. Thank you very much, Bob. And who else would like to share this morning? The topic is Alicia B. 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 Alicia
Diane T. Roxanne B. Diane T. Janice B. Janice B. Am I hearing a Roxanne? Roxanne. Roxanne. Roxanne B. From Detroit. B. From Detroit. And anyone else? Mary Lee R. From Oregon. Mary Lee. There's Mary Lee. Okay, let's go with this grouping. Please include the... Devora S. Hi, Devora, yes. Uh, Please include the uh, first letter of your last name when introducing yourself. Thank you so much. Go ahead, Katie G. Sorry, Leah, may I be heard? We hear you well. Okay, great. Um, Good morning, everyone. This is Katie G, Recovered Interactive Compulsive Reader and Bulimic. Calling in from Boston, starting my timer. Um, yeah, I mean, I did not grow up with an attitude of gratitude. I, I grew up not wanting financially for anything. Um, emotionally, I wanted for everything. And um, I just thought that I was entitled. And where I stand today right now is um, fundamentally different than I've ever been in my life, not only is the food down and the um, compulsive overeating, the anorexia, the bulimia, um, the getting on the scale, all those obsessions, um, it's not even, um, I've heard, to find a sponsor who want, wants what she has. And that's my life today. Um, and it's not even just the outside, although the outside has changed amazingly. And there are things in my life that I I never thought were possible, um, but I am fundamentally grateful, and I, I don't always feel grateful, but I know that gratitude is a fact for me. I have a roof over my head. I have food in the fridge. I have clothes in my back. I have money in the bank, and I have a fellowship of men and women who give me that magic me too factor. So when I call people and I say, the crazy, crazy Katie is up, you know, like she's thinking that the puppy is going to fix it or the fiance is going to fix it or something else is going to fix it. And they, they guide me back to God and they gently and lovingly and firmly put my hand in God's. I didn't come in here wanting God. I came in here because honestly I had nowhere else to go. I had gone to therapy and every, every place else and my life was completely broken. And for some reason, one day at a time, as I fit my life into program and not my program into my life, God has built up my life in a way that I'm not creative enough to do. And I also know, and this is the magic for me, at the end of the day, no matter what kind of day I've had, and and um, Friday was an example of Katie and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. It was, it was just everything that could have, you know, gone in God's way and not Katie's way really went my way, including slamming my finger in a car door. Um, you know, it was okay. I had a fellowship, and I had most importantly God, and I had, um, and I had no desire to hurt myself or hurt others, and when I was short, I was able to immediately see that, guys, this is a life I never knew I wanted so badly, and I am so blessed to have all the love in my heart and in my life today, and I'm just so blessed by each one of you, and for the privilege of doing it one day at a time, shoulder to shoulder, and with that, I pass. Thank you, Katie G. And if everyone could please mute yourself so we can clearly hear our next uh, 
person, a next member, Alicia B. Please. Good morning, everyone. My name is Alicia B, and I'm um, a recovered compulsive overeater calling from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, I'm grateful that I have an opportunity to share this morning. I I am in the car on the way to work every morning. I listen to this meeting um, usually four to six times a week, and um, I'm I'm traveling, and it, it's just too noisy to to share. But I listen, and I'm with you all um, usually Monday through Friday, and and on Sundays when I can be. But you know, a vision for you, the twelve steps and a sponsor from these rooms saved my life almost a year ago. <clears throat> I have been listening to the meeting. Someone shared, told me about it. I started listening, uh, I don't know, September, October, and started planning a binge for Thanksgiving last year and was terrified because for the first time in, in, in my life, I realized if I started eating, I may not be able to stop. I didn't know when I would stop or if I'd be able to. And I had that awareness because when I joined the group, excuse me, you all were talking about the doctor's opinion. And it was, um, I can't, I just, there are no words for the gratitude that I have for the person that shared about this meeting, my timing, and when I came in and hearing a doctor's opinion in a way that I just never had been able to apply to my food. Um, other substances, yes, but, but not the food. And um, so a miracle happened right there. So I reached out Thanksgiving morning because I had an opportunity to share, and I got phone calls all Thanksgiving Day, and it got me through the day. And I was so amazed that people reached out to me and were genuinely concerned about whether or not I was going to binge that day, and uh, and I've been with you ever since. I got a sponsor, I chose a plan, and I worked the steps. And, you know, today I sponsor two women, which I didn't think I would ever be able to do in this fellowship. I've released 94 pounds, and, and while I know that the, the weight isn't the goal, for me as an obese person dying from this disease, it was... It was, uh, it's been crucial for me to see the physical results as well as the spiritual and emotional. I'm on different footing today um, in my relationship that I thought was pretty perfect with a God of my understanding. It's changing and growing, and I know less than I did when I walked in these rooms, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the meeting and the recovery that I hear every day and um, uh, that food isn't my constant companion. And the most favorite thing that I heard in these rooms that I use the most often when I'm frustrated or or afraid or angry is that I'm learning to replace the ease and comfort of food with the ease and comfort of God. So with that, I just say thank you and everybody have a great day, an abstinent day. And if, if you don't think you can do it, just pick up the phone and reach out and Somebody will be there for you. Thanks. Thank you, Alicia B. Renee C. Good morning, Leah. This is Renee C., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Pennsylvania. And thank you so much for your service and for all of your wonderful sharing each day on the line when I hear you amidst the many voices. My gratitude today is that I am no longer into the food I am abstinent. I am free from the 
chains that enslaved me when I was in the food and when I was in relapse. My gratitude today, it's going to sound a little crazy, but that's okay, is that nine months ago I was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and two months later that it had moved into my liver. And for today, I'm really grateful for that because it has opened my heart. It has allowed me to receive my higher power in ways that I didn't know that I could or that I wanted to. It has allowed me to reach out to others and help others. There are those in my home group who say I'm their hero. I don't really understand that. To me, I'm just another person trudging the road of happy destiny in this program, one day at a time, one meal at a time, and one moment at a time. I had a day yesterday that was really not a hallmark day emotionally, and there's a lot going on in my home. My husband is also not well, was in the hospital, and uh, I took my will back for about an hour and uh, wanted him to stay in the hospital and didn't want the responsibility to care for him when I am struggling at some moment through my chemotherapy. But the gratitude I have is that I was able to see that I was wrong. I was able to make an amend, and I was able to do a 10th step. And those are things that before Vision for You, I did not do. I was physically abstinent. I emotionally sometimes was was clear. But the spiritual and the emotional growth is happening since I started listening to this um, meeting and participating about seven or eight months ago or nine months ago. So for that, I am very grateful. And again, thank you to everyone on the line. If you're new or still struggling, the miracle can happen for all of us one day at a time. And although I've not met most of you, I love all of you. And that's another gratitude is that my higher power is showing me the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. Thank you. Thank you, Renee C. Diane G., Leah, did you call me? This is Diane Jay. I did. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, This is Diane Jay from New Hampshire. So grateful to be on this line today. Um, And I'm, boy, you know, I'm here to tell you that I've been in vision since day one or two. And um, this is my fourth time going through the steps. Um, You know, you see, I didn't take step one the way I should have taken step one. I thought I did. And I'm just so grateful today that, you know, I know that I've taken that step one, you know, 100,000% because, you see, I didn't think I was as bad as you. I didn't think that I thought that I could go um, through the steps and, you know what, I'm going to be normal. I'm going to be normal with the food. I'm going to be able to go out and eat a little bit of this and a little bit of that that I like, and I'm going to be, I'm cured. Well, you know what, I'm, I'm, rec- I'm not recovered yet again. I'm recovering and I'm working on the steps of the sponsor. Thank you, God. But I'm hearing things that I've never heard before. And I've read it many times. And I'm just so, so grateful for that. The other thing I'm grateful for is, you know, when I did these steps, my mom was on the resentment list so many, all the time. And I had the um, wonderful, uh, God gave me such a gift, such a gift. And my mom in April was um, was told that, you know, she could no longer live alone. 
she was living with my brother, but he had to work full time. So, um, you know, uh, instead of putting her in a nursing home, I brought her up to here in New Hampshire with me. And I took care of her, and we had hospice, and we did the whole thing. And you know what? What a wonderful, wonderful gift that God had given had given me because we we would sing her gospel songs she loved. We would, you know, talk a lot about the past and, and what's going on now. And the grandchildren came and the family came. And, oh, my goodness, um, he gave me such a gift. Because when I did it, I was like, wow. I'm bringing her home to my house, and she's going to die in my house. And, and that's what happened. And, um, and I've never seen a person, you know, die before in, in my old age. <laughs> and um, it was such a peaceful, peaceful moment. And she, I know she's, you know, with my dad and thrilled, but um, what a gift God gave me. And I'm just so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful for vision. And um, the fact that you know, I, I took the, I, I took the cut um, out of my ear, put it in my mouth, and I'm just so happy that I'm hearing things I haven't heard before, um, and that my my life is changing, and I'm I'm just I, I have since day one being on vision anyway, but it could be so much better. And um, thank you, God, for for uh, this meeting on my path. Thank you, Diane G. Janice B. Janice B, star one to unmute. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was talking. I wasn't unmuted. Thank you, Leah. This is Janice B, recovered compulsive overeater in Vermont. And I'm grateful for the willingness to open my mouth. I, I, um, I, I'm like, that's a thing for me. <laughs> and, um, <sighs> breathe in God and breathe out self. And I'm so grateful for, the, for those instructions. I'm grateful for my sponsor. I'm grateful for Vision for You, for all the fellows who share their experience, strength, and hope and put me on the path of of right right thinking and right actions who give me a way out i have i have solid directions on on how to be the person that god made me to be and I'm so grateful that um, that even with the challenges, God gives me the challenges so that I can grow. And when I when I have that attitude, when I when I run up against something that that I don't like or need to do a tenth step on, that you know, at the end of it. If I can, if I can reach that point where I can say thank you, God, for this, because it will help me grow. That's a good thing. Can you imagine being grateful for 
for the challenges. And I'm grateful that um, I have I have something to give, and that that I I want to give it. That you know, at, at one point I I really looked at step three, and it was not about me. It was about being being of service to others, to God and to others. And um, uh, I had never, you know, I had been in program for a lot of years and never got it. And um, I get it now. And um, and that's that's the um, that's the way out. The out, way out of self. So, um, oh, okay. Thank you. And I pass. Thank you, Janice B. Russanne B. Your turn. Good morning, Leah, and my dearest fellows. I love you, and I'm so grateful to be walking this path with you. And in talking about gratitude, I am grateful for the concept of gratitude. Simply by thinking about those things that I'm grateful for, I can shift out of being self-centered to God-centered. I can shift from being hopeless to being in the present and acknowledging all the gifts that are there. I'm grateful to this program Thank God I was born a compulsive overeater because if I hadn't had this affliction, this disease, I never would have discovered this way of life. I might still be floundering and not have a relationship with my higher power, the source of all for me. I'm so grateful that I don't have to figure things out in my life anymore. I don't have to come up with the answer. I can surrender. I can listen for guidance. I can turn to you because I know that my higher power speaks through you, speaks through the readings. Um, I have started dating. I'm 60 years old, and I've started dating after a very long time. And the courage to do this um, comes from program. And the reason that I have the courage to do this is because I have a manual now for how to build healthy relationships or at least how to be more healthy myself in relationship to others. And including, besides just having some, some real good, solid tools for being mindful and thinking about my character defects and being in acceptance, all those things are really helpful. As I, I meet these you know, new people on my path, I have a solution for any challenge in my life. And the best thing about this program and the thing I think that I'm most grateful for is there's no end to it. Every day I can grow deeper in my spiritual connection. I can give more service. Um, This program just helps me to have a life that continues to unfold in wondrous ways. And thank you all so much for being a part of it and making it available to me. With that, I pass. Thank you, Russanne B. Mary Lee, your turn. Good morning, Leah and all of my fellow visionaries. This is Mary Lee R. from Eugene, Oregon. 
I have the normal gratitudes of the comfy bed and the water and the housing. And I am so grateful that my divine director provides and that the first word of the first step is we and that what everyone has shared so far, past and present and future, and that I can pray the sick man's prayer for my sister-in-law and mean it, and that I can be on my knees in the morning, and that I have a gentle and loving sponsor, and that I get one more day with my beautiful and loving husband, that I can pause, that my daughter and I are on Team Larry and loving and respecting each other, and that someone told me to read Kitchen Table Wisdom, and for the many visionaries in my life, and I'm ever so grateful for the pause, and I'm ever so grateful that I have the opportunity to forgive, because if I hadn't judged in the first place, I wouldn't have to use it. So there's just so many blessings in this program. And I'm grateful for my leaky eyes, and I know that this too shall pass. So thank you all for being in my life. I'm done. Thank you, Mary Leo. Devora S. Your turn. Hi. Good morning, everyone. This is Devora S. from New Jersey. And um grateful to be here. Grateful to be able to show up every day and have a meeting to come to. Thank you, Leah, and everyone else who makes this meeting possible. I am so grateful. I'm so grateful, um, you know, I came into this program, you know, I came to lose the weight. I didn't know about anything else in this program. I came, and I, I'm grateful that I stayed. I lost the weight, but I stayed. I kept coming back because um, yeah, that's where the real work began, and I'm grateful today that I'm I'm willing to keep doing what I'm doing each day before. Every day was such a, a, a drudgery and a dredge to wake up in the morning and get going. And so grateful today to have direction and to, follow, and to be able to follow the willingness to follow the directions in this book. You know, I'm, I'm just so grateful that I have a, a roadmap and a guide to help me here, um, to know that I could, you know, have a higher power in my life who's doing for me that I just never was able to do for myself. You know, grateful for for having a fellowship of people who could who I can call anytime who understands me um, more than any other any closest people that I have in my life. So so grateful for the opportunity. Um, you know, God really has given me this gift of program. And I, you know, so grateful that I, I, I'm taking care of it and doing it um, because without it, you know, I'd be, you know, living life like I was before every day with being so difficult and so hard. Um, so really grateful to be in gratitude today. And um, with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you very much, Devorah S. Who else would like to share this morning on gratitude? Star one to unmute. Carolyn S. S. H. Marianne. Debbie B. in Canada. Carmela. Hi, Carmela. Who's in Canada? Debbie B. Debbie B. Anyone else? 
Marianne. I have Marianne. Who else? Valerie L. Marilyn. Valerie B. Anne Marie M. Anne Marie M. Toby reason 
there was a reason that I didn't understand. I didn't have program then, but now I have program, and the world has been remarkably, my eyes have been open to accepting things that are not in my control, and that is the biggest gift that was given to me, the fellowship, the acceptance, the instructions in the book. At 66 years old, I didn't know how to live life. I was controlling the world. Everything had to be controlled. People, places, activities, bus schedules, train schedules, everything. And it was such a gift when I entered the new decade this year to realize that I could relax. I'm not in charge, and God knows and loves and wants me to be happy, joyous, and free, if only I follow the directions. So every day I have to work this program. Every day I work with sponsees and try to get them to be happy, joyous, and free through their higher powers. And thank you so much for your service and for every day's work, and I hope you all have a beautiful day filled with the sunlight of the spirit. Thanks for allowing me to share. Thank you, Carmela G. Debbie B. Thanks, Leah. This is Debbie B. in Hamilton, Canada. A recovered, yay, <laughs> compulsive eater. Um, I came into the rooms three years ago into an in-person meeting, and I got some abstinence, and I am grateful for that because the people in the group, we were trying, and it did feel so good to be somewhere where people understood my problem, and it did feel like coming home, and I'm grateful for that. And then one of the people in the group found this call and got recovery and told me about this call. And in 2014, I got recovery, and I'm so grateful for that. And I was able to live on the West Coast for a year with my son and my daughter-in-law, my new grandchild, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm, and I'm grateful for the fact that I was able to do a face-to-face -face amends with him, and it just changed the relationship. And the big book with Step 4 is so right when they say, you know, whenever possible, face-to-face, -face, it, it, it does make a difference. Um, unfortunately, I stopped working the steps like I should and fell into relapse. And again, so grateful because it's like they, they say, the disease just gets stronger. And it took me until three weeks ago to become abstinent again enough to clear my mind and follow the steps with a recovery sponsor. And I am grateful for the recovery sponsor and her work. And I wanted to share um, the, the thought God grabbed dropped into my mind in day three of my abstinence, which was that when I, my mind was going wild and saying, oh, you can do this today and you can start again tomorrow. And all of a sudden I heard a voice say, that's not you, you talking, that's the disease. And I realized the disease had hold of my self-will and was masquerading as me. And for some reason that did it. I'm grateful for that thought. And then this time I was able to do a face-to-face -face amends with my daughter. And the relationship I have right now with my son and my daughter are so wonderful. I'm so blessed because they were pretty bad at one point. And I owe it all to this program. Thank God for Billy W. Thank God for the steps. 
and thank you everyone who has put this group out there and for the technology that lets us connect to it in so many ways. And with that, I pass. Thank you very much, Debbie B. Valerie B. Hi, uh, this is Valerie, uh, recovering uh, compulsive overeater. I am so grateful for this program and the work of this that, that's done in my life. Um, I'm grateful for all of you and these meetings. Uh, it's been so helpful. Um, I've been in the program since November, and um, uh, I... It's a little hard to share this, but you know, when I first start, when I first came to the program, I you know I I wasn't working, I was very depressed, um, I didn't really want to go out of my house much, and now uh, after you know, being in the program, my life has changed so much. Um, I haven't done it perfectly. I've I'm gone I've gone through the steps. Um, we're going through the steps again. I'm, I'm uh, and I I have a new sponsor. And uh, but um, you know I I uh, my relationships have improved so much. I lost forty pounds. I have a job that um, I'm doing very very well in. You know I, I I look at it. I'm like I can't believe this is me. And um, I am so incredibly grateful. It works. It really really works. And with that I pass. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Valerie B. Anne-Marie M. Hi, this is Anne-Marie M., a compulsive overeater in South Carolina. Thank you, uh, Leah, for this opportunity. I am most grateful for not ever giving up. Um, hold on a minute. Let me try to put my um, timer on. Can you hear me okay? I do. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I'm grateful for not giving up. Um, believe me, there were many times where I wanted to give up, and God God intervened. I mean, I got a phone call, or I somehow mustered the willingness to call someone, and um, they directed me back, um, directed me back to God, directed me back to the steps. And, um, you know, there was one time when I thought, you know, this is – going to be as good as it gets you know I'm going to have a couple of weeks of abstinence and then a couple of days of binging and then maybe I'll have two or three months of abstinence and then you know some couple of days of binging and maybe that's some people that's just how it's going to be maybe that's just how it's going to be with me and I remembered someone sharing that in a meeting and I called that person and once again was redirected to the steps and just so grateful. Um, I am, and all the sponsors, I mean, the people that God has put in my life, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm grateful for, for the God um, and for, you know, giving me the willingness to continue on. Um, also, um, you know, the, the people he put in my life, I, I am back in the, you know, steps. I don't think I ever left the steps. I never left listening to the meeting. I, too, was one of those who was started with the group when it started in 2012, was recovered then, and did not continue uh, following these uh, very simple directions. Um, and the mind, somebody else mentioned the mind being um, 
very persuasive. My mind was very persuasive with me, and um, and I ended up back in the food. So I am in the middle of my fourth step, grateful, excited um, to move on and to, then to be able to be a true servant of God and being able to uh, take someone else through the steps. So uh, thank you. Thank you, Leah, for um, all of your service, and uh, I will pass with that. Thank you. Thank you, Anne-Marie M. Toby W. Hi, Leah. This is Toby W. Can you hear me okay? I hear you well. Thank you. Um, I've been listening, and I had thought, just listen, put the, take the cotton out of your mouth and put it in your ears. And I said, no. I am so grateful that today I know I am powerless. Uh, Like the previous um, person that spoke, I thought that my life was going to be X number of months of abstinence and X number of months of relapse. And I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. All I know is today, without a shadow of a doubt, I know that I am powerless over this disease, that I am not doing this alone, that I'm abstinent today and have been for only a few weeks. No, I'm not going to say only. I'm going to, that I'm abstinent for a few weeks and grateful for that. When I woke up this morning, I looked out my window and I thought, what a beautiful view how grateful I am that I have everything that I have. I'm 81 years old, and I never gave up. And I am so grateful that God has given me the courage and the um, that no matter where I was at, I kept going to meetings, I kept asking for help, and today, I have to keep it in the day, I am powerless, but I have God, I have the fellowship, and I have um, just a lot of gratitude, and I pass. Thank you, Toby W. Nancy L. Hi, this is Nancy L. from Maryland. Uh, I am so grateful for this opportunity to share live on the line. I listen to the um, uh, recordings off the website, and uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to, to um, get that daily dose of, of um, program and fellowship uh, by those recordings. Um, I am so grateful for um, the the people who brought uh, the knowledge of, of vision, uh, vision for You into my a regular OA meeting. Uh, I'm grateful for um, um, w- once I started to listen to Vision for You, the understanding that I got about the twofold um, uh, aspects of, of this disease, the um, allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind, that was not a concept that I had been exposed to in my um traditional OA meetings, and um, and it did an amazing thing for me to be able to get uh, 
a more understand a better understanding of, of what it was that was going on inside of me. Um, I am grateful for um, the uh, uh, sponsor who brought me through um, the steps um, using the precise directions that are in the big book. Um, when I was working the steps the first time, uh, I'm one of those people who, when they got into step four and five, um, wrote uh, my life story. And uh, it took me um, uh, such an incredible long, long period to get through four and to share it uh, with my sponsor. And um, uh, I... I lived in my character defect of perfectionism during that process. And um, I tried to uncover every single stone, every single thing that I had done bad. And, and I, there, was, there was no healing that came out of, of my original form five. And um, I, I burnt myself out of that process, and I decided that it was time to uh, take a break from step work and um, – that happened at the same time that I was going through a life transition, and boom, I'm in relapse, um, which lasted two and a half years. And because I kept coming back to my meetings, I heard someone talk about the Vision for You website, um, you know, program calls. I started listening. I found the Vision for You sponsor. I worked the steps using the precise directions. Um, my form five taught me exactly. Um, what my part of it is, and I, I experienced such amazing healing through going through um, the steps um, using the precise directions in the big book, um, and I am so grateful for, um, for my new design for living, for um, the new outlook I have, the new way um, that I can go through the challenging challenges in my life. I'm grateful for my current sponsor that continues to provide me um, guidance. Um, I'm grateful for knowing that um, when I'm feeling agitated that I need to pause and apply um, the principles of the program. Uh, I'm grateful for when I feel myself fighting something that I need to stop and look at what I'm fighting. I'm grateful for um, the new way I have of when I'm feeling these, these odd things, of looking for the silver lining, of looking for um, what I can bring to the situation as opposed to what the situation is going to do for me. Um, I'm, just, I'm just so grateful for, for everything that I have right now. I'm grateful for teaching opportunities. Uh, my daughter and I experienced something very challenging Friday morning. And as we're going through this, I'm looking, okay, I can, I can use this as a teaching opportunity to help her grow and, and understand um, um, life a little bit differently. Um, uh, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for all of, all of you and uh, for the first opportunity to share. Thank you, Ipass. Thank you, Nancy L. Libby E., your turn. Hi, I'm Libby E., a recovering compulsive eater in New York, and I, too, am so grateful to a vision for you. I love this meeting, and I'm so inspired by all your shares every day. And today, I'm grateful for challenges which come up, because they are my teachers. I get to practice patience and trust in God, 
And when I feel discomfort or that I'm being challenged, I could say this prayer. Thank you, God, that I'm struggling with this because it reminds me that I'm small and God is big. And I'm grateful to God today for those seven years of torture and relapse starting over and over and over again. Because had I not gone through that, I doubt I'd be willing to do this work. Ten months ago, I nearly had a nervous breakdown from all those day ones, and I was basically giving up on myself on ever having a chance to be a normal human being again. But today I say with so much gratitude that the promise came true for me, that we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. All that hell brought me to the most beautiful process. Thank you, God. And um, thank you, God, that I trusted those who went before me. Thank you, God, that the food is not calling to me today. It's a miracle. And thank you, God, for the willingness to continue this work. I'm making amends now in step nine. And I'm so grateful for this process of the 12 steps. They are saving my life. Thanks for letting me share. Pat. Thank you, Libby E. Anyone else like to share? This will be the final invitation for this morning. Janice, 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 if you don't hear your name, let's try again. Janice M, Katie F, Marie V, Kelly B, Elizabeth. Who else do I hear? Carol G. Kelly L. Kelly L. Judy B. Judy B. Do I hear Kathy K? Yes, you do, Liz. Okay, hi, Kathy. Okay. Hi. Who, whose last initial is R? Gina. Gina. Okay, on that. Okay, I heard okay, Kathy K, Kelly, Kelly L, Sue B, Cassandra A, Judy B, Carol B, and John B. Did you get Sue, Sue B as in boy? Correct, yes. Did okay. you get Cassandra A? Sorry. Cassandra A, is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Everybody mute, please. Thank you so much. And let's start with Janice M. Thank you. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Leah M. Um, if you, you know, my name is Janice M, and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. And if you want to experience the omnipotence of a higher power through a recovered person, I believe we all experienced it this morning with Leah. Um, that's how he shines through us. See, it's the omnipotence of God that shines through somebody like Leah and all of us that are recovered and the ones that are recovering, that this is how it looks. This is the experience, you know. In my experience in the past years, um, you know, the past uh, five years, six years, I, um, I experienced God closing a door on me and some of us that are still here and uh, a group of compulsive overeaters. He closed the door on this group. And guess what? He opened up another door for me and for others by those that started this group. 
and I mean, the vision for you. I mean, it's just unbelievable how God works. God does the increase. And, you know, for me, the attitude of gratitude. Kevin. Kevin. Janice, let's take a moment to, to clear the line. You'll press star one to come back. Will do. Okay, can you hear me now, Leah? Indeed. Okay, great. Now, this gratitude, this my attitude of gratitude grows. Uh, those of us that are recovered and those of us that are recovering have no idea of what of what this journey is all about. And it grows and it grows. It's like an arc. You know, you can have a little arc and then it grows and it grows and it grows. And uh, we're on a journey that you just will not believe. And um, it gets wider and wider as, a, as recovery goes on because, you see, all my gifts, and, I mean, I could be here for the next three hours and, and tell you that all the gifts I have are due to what? Due to the grace and the love of my higher power, those people that are in the group that are recovered and not recovered, those are my teachers. See, I understand now that he, my higher power, is my newfound friend and companion. And all the liabilities he gave to me in the past 52 years of marriage and my son, they're all assets today. That is a modern miracle. I mean, you know, because God, for me, God is the blessed controller. See, I was the controller, and, you know, that didn't work. Well, I guess that is time, and um, I'm going to pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice M. KDF. Good morning. This is KDF, a recovered compulsive overeater, and I was hoping there was going to be a last call and had no idea there would be so many others just dying to share the gratitude um, and so I just wanted to bring it to um, where we've been in the last few weeks in the last section of into action. Um, it works. It really does. We alcoholics are undisciplined. So we let God discipline us in this simple way we have just outlined. And, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last two and a half plus decades. And then a vision for you came along four years ago, and I was blessed to be um, – notified and just slightly part of the opening of this um, meeting. And, you know, we alcoholics are undisciplined, so we let God discipline us. Um, But that is not all. There is action and more action. And that's what this is all about, is that this just keeps giving me more and more and more ways to, um, to understand God and to see God working in my life and then to be able to share that in the lives of others. And, you know, we, I'm a selfish person. If I didn't get something out of um, answering the phone and returning phone calls, you better believe I would not do it. But every single time I get something out of it, a new level of gratitude, a new awareness of what God has done in my life, and then, you know, just different ways that, um, you know, someone else's struggle is so much bigger and real than mine. And I can see, you know, can be reminded of the really big and real problem that God brought me through, you know, a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whenever it was. And that's what we just keep doing over and over and over again. And, you know, I can't, uh, there's, 
there's just nothing that could put a price tag on what um, what this program has done for me. And, you know, that's why I can say I'm a grateful recovered compulsive overeater because, you know, quite frankly, I feel sorry for people who are seem to be kind of miserable in their lives, but they're not an addict because I don't know what they can do about it, but I know what I can do about it. I have a solution today and it works. And, you know, I have friends in these rooms that I, I basically never get to see um, who I've known for, you know, a month or a year or a decade or, you know, 28 years. And, um, you know, I just constantly get to, to experience miracles with people. And I'm truly grateful. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Katie S. Marie V. Marie V, star one to unmute. All right, let's go to Kelly B. Am I being heard? Yes. Okay, thank you. Marie V, Kelly B. Elizabeth? B. Is this Marie V? Yes, it is, darling. Welcome, Marie. Go ahead. Thank you. And thank you for all your service, Leah. Leah, it just seems like you're always there, no matter what, you know? Uh, What is there not to be grateful for? You know, I was so in the grips of this disease, I had no life. I was driven by many forms of self, and the, the disease affected everybody around me. I hurt my children badly. I suffered a guilt from that because I couldn't do differently. All my life I searched for something. I didn't know what that something was. And I found it in the program of OA in 1967. But I could not give up my ego. I could not get rid of self. I had no problem admitting I was a compulsive eater. And I kept searching and looking and finding and, you know, the ABCs in Chapter 5. Uh, personal adventures before and after make clear three pertinent ideas. I'm a compulsive eater. I cannot manage my own life. There is no human power that can relieve my obsession. God can and will if he is I thank God for bringing me to this program. I thank God for the recovery that I have today. I'm not cured. And there's a lot of evidence along the way that I am not cured. The underlying causes, my defects of character, those are the ones that cause me my trouble, and they're all based on self. The steps I learned to work out of the big book in Alcoholics Anonymous 40 years ago, over 40 years ago. And, you know, I had never 
applied it to the food. And in this program, I learned. I started in 1967. I finally got abstinent in 2003. And in the program, I found everything I'd been looking for and that I couldn't identify. Today, I am free of the obsession to overeat. I'm not, I'm a different person. I can't undo the past. All I can do is make, try to live differently today. And it's all because of this program. I met a friend in the 60s when OA was very new. And she introduced me to a vision for you. And I'm forever grateful because I had begun to stray from the practice of the program. Oh, yeah, I've been sober 41 years. I didn't, you know. And, uh, but I was still overeating. And it took a stroke for me to finally get to my knees. I'm so grateful to my friend that she gave me the number to Vision for You because Vision for You got me back to the steps as outlined in the big book. And once again, I'm enjoying that happiness, that joy, that freedom, freedom from myself, freedom from my compulsive eating. What is there not to be grateful for? I have a new life. I have a purpose today. My purpose is to be of service to anybody that needs my help. And I gratefully do that because somebody was there for me when I needed it. Thank you very much for allowing me to share. Thanks to everybody that shares on the line every day. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Marie V. Elizabeth? Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. This is Elizabeth Best, a recovered compulsive eater from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Oh, I'm so grateful for so many things, but um, I'll just mention a few. I'm grateful for the fellowship of A Vision for You, a group of people that meet with me every morning. Um, In the beginning of my day, I feel not alone. I don't feel isolated. I feel welcomed. I feel at home. I'm grateful for this fellowship and also for the the practical program of action that is being um, explained and discussed as we study the big book together. I'm grateful for the big book. I'm grateful for 1935 that Bill had this idea and that we now, some 80 years later, are still able to use the recipe he gave. And we need to return to the original recipe. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that this program has taught me how to live. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. Kathy Kay. Hi, Leah. Good morning. This is Kathy Kay, a recovered compulsive overeater from Boston. And it's been wonderful to be on this meeting. And I want to first say how grateful I am to you, Leah, for for who you are and all the service that you do. Um, 
there are so many things I have to be grateful for, and I can also summarize them in two things uh, today. Uh, one is a growing relationship with a higher power. I lived 45 years of my life a confirmed agnostic, and it's only uh, through working with a couple of loving sponsors and studying this big book that I became willing to consider the possibility of a higher power in my life. And that has and continues to transform me. I learned um, how to be grateful from my higher power. I learned how to notice all the gifts and blessings in my life from my higher power and from fellow travelers. And um, I, I really have difficulty recalling who I was before I became recovered. And yet it's so important because when I do, I'm reminded of how far I've come in my own journey in recovery. Um, I'm really, really grateful for this Vision for You meeting. Um, I've been here since the beginning, and I try to be here almost every day. Uh, it's a wonderful way to start my day, and I'm so grateful for the fellowship that has grown up um, from the meeting. Uh, always looking forward to the the newcomer call and to connecting with people who have been around a long time and in between. Um, we are so blessed, and I'm just so grateful. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Kathy Kay. Kelly L., your turn. Good morning, Leah. Thank you for your service. This is Kelly L., a recovered uh, compulsive overeater in South Carolina. <clears throat> And I'm just really enjoying listening to everybody on the line. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, it sounds um, a little bit selfish or a little bit trite to say that I'm very, very grateful to God that I don't weigh 345 pounds anymore. But at the same time, I, I can't uh, imagine not thanking him for that um, because he made it all happen. And... Um, this meeting, Vision for You, has been instrumental in my life. And um, the continued uh, people that share, I, I just get so much out of it. And, you know, my life was like the tornado uh, rushing through and smashing and hurting others. And today, you know, um, I'm a more peaceful person. I'm, I'm not, as not as defensive um, and also, you know, the big book says that if we straighten out spiritually, that the others will straighten out the physical and the um, emotional will straighten out as well. And I'm going to go ahead and pass because I think that was my time. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Sue B., your turn. Leah, can you hear me? I can. Great. Hang on just a minute. I'm going to set my timer. Um, this is Sue B. I'm a recovered compulsive eater from Washington State. And I would just like to say um, how honored I am to be able to talk. I always listen to the recorded meetings. I'm on the West Coast. 
And um, I started listening about a year and a half ago. And I was already, I had been in the program for 12 years, but I'd been in and out of relapse. And what struck me when I first started listening to A Vision for You and continues to to this day is the message of hope, but also a message that carries depth and weight. And um, listening to A Vision for You and not being able to talk was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because I sat there with my book in my lap and I my mouth was shut and I listened every day. And um, I've been abstaining now for two years. So I was abstaining when I, um, when I came into a vision for you. But what changed for me is that I knew about the big book. We'd read it in my face-to-face meetings. I knew about it intellectually, but what a vision for you helped me do is hear it in my heart and be able to really take my step work to a new and deeper level. And I really understood for the first time how it all works and that there was a chance to be recovered. And I'm so grateful today that I am recovered and I've released 110 pounds and I share in my meetings in a different way and people ask me why and I always tell them, you need to listen to A Vision for You. I'll be going to Boston um, next month for our world um, convention, and I'm going to be listening for all the voices that, I, <laughs> that I've listened to for a year and a half um, because I would love to talk to some of you. I, I mean, Larry and Leah and Kim G and Monica T. And I mean, I know everybody by their voices. So it should be interesting if there's people there from Vision that um, – I could actually see him and give him a hug and tell him how much they've meant to me um, when I sit down to listen every day. And so with that, with a heart full of gratitude, Anna, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, C- Sue B. Thank you so much. Judy B., your turn. Good morning, Leah. This is Judy B., grateful, recovered, compulsive, overeater, from Burlington, Massachusetts. Oh, it's so wonderful to be able to share on this meeting. Um, first of all, Leah, I'm grateful for you, for uh, the people that started this meeting and for those that give service and, and give so much service and keep this meeting going. It's just, it's a beacon of light. I'm grateful for my sponsors and sponsees. They just... Um, they enrich my life, and I'm, I'm so grateful for them. I'm grateful for the peace that I feel and the freedom that I have as a result of this program, as a result of the 12 steps, and just so grateful for the faith that I've developed uh, through working the program. I'm grateful for every breath I get to take. Um, I'm truly grateful for that. I'm uh, I'm grateful that I can trust my intuition more. You know that I um it isn't like in the beginning when I when I would have thoughts that I just didn't, you know, didn't trust. Now I um I go to God each day and um and I trust the way that he guides me and leads me. I'm grateful for this uh design of living. It's just it's beyond anything I can explain. 
I'm grateful to know that everything has a purpose and that when things happen and I don't understand them, I realize that I don't have to understand them, you know, that that I trust and have faith in a power that that knows what's going on, that understands everything and and gives me a peace that's beyond any understanding I, I can have. Just truly, truly grateful for the fellowship of this of this program and for all that it's done uh, for me and for so many others. And um, I'm very, very grateful. And uh, I do hope to meet some of you in Boston also. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Judy B. Gina R. Good morning. May I be heard? Yes. Thank you. I am a relative newcomer to the call, and I like to say that I staked my date on May 17th, and I'm grateful for the emotion that is welling up inside of me right now. I'm grateful for the friend who didn't give up and kept encouraging me even in her own relapses. I'm grateful for strangers, quote-unquote, who are actually my family. I'm thankful for this crazy technology that allows us to connect. I'm grateful for making a call on the newcomer hour and risking giving my name and waiting till the end of the call and then asking for help. I'm grateful for the many outreach calls I received that day, but especially the one who called and said, I am your sponsor. I am grateful that I didn't try to figure out what was happening and that I just released my intellect and my will over to the care of God at that very moment. I had no idea who this lady was. All I knew is that I felt loved. I felt that she would be able to direct me. And I said, yes. I'm grateful that I have had sustained abstinence since that date and that I am learning not only how to weigh and measure food, but I am learning how to weigh and measure my thoughts and my actions and the results that come from those. I am grateful that I am not afraid to cry on the phone with I don't know how many people. I'm grateful that I am becoming trustworthy and I am ever so grateful that I am learning how to build harmonious relationships. Thank you, everybody, for always being there. And with that, I pass. Thank you very much, Gina R. Carol G. Carol, you available? Hi, Leah, it's Carol. There, there she is. 
Oh, there's always a delay. So sorry about that. Good morning. Hello, Vision, oh, for God you. God. I am so grateful that technology works in the end. Um, yes, what was I going to share? Thank you, everybody. I'm just uh, pausing for a minute. I'm so grateful um, that I've actually experienced in my lifetime the removal of this desire to eat compulsively. Um, I'm I'm really, really grateful that um, everybody who I speak to uh, from Vision for You, from anywhere really, is working so hard on themselves and their recovery because they always have something readily, very strong message to pass on to me. And I think my recovery today um, first began in the heart of somebody else. And um, I'm kind of grateful to have been born in this era, really, that I'm part of this evolution of the human spirit that seems to be taking off right now on the planet. And I'm really grateful for the unconditional acceptance that I get from my guides when I'm not grateful and I'm saying life sucks. Um, I'm grateful that it's okay to be vulnerable, that it's okay to be me in the moment and that I'm just welcomed for that. Um, I'm grateful always that my guides will not let me live in delusion and will always gently or whatever lead me into some sanity and look in the big book and... Uh, and I think now that the food obsession is out of my life and it's not draining me of all my attention, I'm grateful that I can ask for help in other areas of my life because the ripple effect of having God in my heart is not something I can put into words, but I'm seeing it take shape in my life and in the lives of others that I touch. Um, and I'm also, I must say, I'm very, very grateful for the chapter, The Family Afterwards, because it's full of directions that help me in those little phases and those growth spurts that I have and the tantrums that I go through. And I'm really grateful for the vision for you. I mean, whatever we're studying, whoever's sharing, there's always such strength and wisdom. Um, for me, unity is very important. It's priceless. Our common welfare, that's it, really comes first. And it always seems to come first on vision for you. I'm bowing. Thank you so much. I pass. Thank you very much, Carol G. And Cassandra A. Oh, sorry. Hello? Is this Cassandra? Yes. Wonderful. Your turn. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Layla, for your service. And I'm just so glad to be on this phone call. Um, I just have a lot to be grateful for right now. Uh, first of all, I finally was able to turn over my step four on Friday, and I'm just so grateful that I had my sponsor to be with me along this journey, and um, who was very loving and compassionate with me throughout the process. And, you know, I just really needed to experience that so I can better understand and reinforce in me how loving and compassionate my higher power is. And that's something I've been... I've always struggled since I was a little girl to really believe that I have a good higher power, a good God. And, you know, today I just, you know, this morning I just couldn't help thinking and realizing, like, that's a miracle for me. That's a huge miracle to really believe and understand this is my friend and this is a loving friend and a friend who's always going to be there for me and with me and walking along this journey. Um, I don't think I ever really had that um, until I entered these rooms. And... Um, it was um, it was because of the fellowship. Um, you know, I remember hearing once in the room that if you don't have a higher power, if your higher power isn't working for you, then um, borrow ours or use you know use the rooms as your higher power. And I think I kind of need to start from there. Even though I grew up in a very religious background and 
religion is important in my life, but I think I never truly had the understanding of having a gentle and loving higher power. Um, and I'm just really grateful to be here and to be at this stage in my life because fear is coming up. A lot of changes are happening. And um, at the same time, I can wait. I can wait and trust my higher power. I don't need to try to rush it or control it. You know, I can just keep praying, seeking him out, and I know he's there on the other side. I, you know, I know now that he's really hearing me, even if I don't see the results right away. He's just really there. So for that, I'm just really grateful because I can wait, and I don't need to wait in anxiety. I don't need to wait in fear, or at least it's, even if I'm fearful, I can take certain actions. And I'm going to do that, and I, I see how higher power sets certain things up in motion for me, even before I confront a certain fear. It's like he already prepared the way and already gave me the tools that I will need to face that fear so I can still act. And um, so I'm just really grateful to be where I am today, and thank you for listening, and thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you, Cassandra A., and thanks to everybody who participated this morning, who shared on the line. Thank you so much. The big book teaches us that to get over drinking, compulsive overeating for you and me, will require a transformation of thought and attitude. Just as muscular strength is built gradually and slowly, so too spiritual strength. These new attitudes, such as gratitude, demand effort and hard work. Gratitude, like gymnastics, is an acquired skill. Even if you are limber, you'll never be a gymnast unless you work hard at it. So thank you to everyone for joining me in this spiritual workout this morning. The 12 steps as outlined in the big book represent a process of spiritual awakening, a personality change sufficient to bring about recovery The real advantage of these steps is that they are a specific, proven method for producing a transformation, a change in the way we think and feel and behave, ideas, emotions, and attitudes which were once the guiding forces of our lives are cast to one side, and a completely new set of conceptions, ideas, and attitudes, such as gratitude, begin to dominate us. And I'll close now from page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.